Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, Apple debuted support for securing your Apple ID with a physical security key with last week's release of iOS 16.3. While these security keys work across iPhone, iPad, Mac, and the web, there are some instances when they are not supported, even if successfully set up with one other device. Setting up your Apple ID to work with security keys is not the right fit for everyone as you assume full responsibility for your account. If your keys are lost, you might be locked out of your Apple ID account permanently, but for those wanting or needing a greater level of security for your Apple ID, these physical security keys can deliver it. But Apple says there are five ways Apple ID security keys don't work. First, you cannot use just one security key. You have to set up support for at least two security keys for your Apple ID, so if you lose one of them, you always have a backup. Second, Apple says you cannot sign in to iCloud for Windows with security keys, so if using iCloud for Windows is part of your regular routine, then you should not enable this feature. You can also not sign in to older devices that can't be updated to a software version that supports security keys. So if you have a device that can't run iOS 16.3 or macOS 13.2, then you should not enable this feature. Child accounts and managed Apple IDs are not supported for security keys, and Apple Watches that are paired with a family member's iPhone are also not supported. There are some other requirements too, like enabling two-factor authentication for your Apple ID, some changes to the setup process for Apple TV, Apple Watch, and HomePod, and a few other small things like needing a quote, modern web browser. So again, if you need or want that extra level of Apple ID security keys, then it's nice to see this feature finally be added, but for most people, the risk of getting locked out of your Apple ID does not warrant enabling this feature. In other news today, after years of rumors, Reliable Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo says that he is, quote, positive a folding iPad will launch sometime next year, end quote. This is significantly earlier than a previous prediction of a folding notebook of some kind being Apple's first foldable device in 2026. The consensus among analysts so far has been that Apple will launch a folding iPad before it launches a folding iPhone. This new report from Quo continues echoing that sentiment, but it significantly expedites the timeline. The analyst says, quote, My latest survey indicates that the foldable iPad will feature a carbon fiber kickstand. The use of carbon fiber material will make the kickstand lighter and more durable, end quote. And based on his supply chain surveys, he says that, quote, I'm positive about the foldable iPad in 2024 and expect this new model will boost shipments and improve the product mix, end quote. Ahead of the foldable iPad in 2024, Quo says that he doesn't predict any major updates to the iPad in 2023, and in fact, he says, quote, there may be no new iPad releases in the next 9 to 12 months. Next on Apple's calendar, according to Quo, is an iPad mini refresh sometime at the beginning of 2024. Ming-Chi Kuo has a pretty solid track record, and his information is based on sources in the supply chain. But we're a little bit skeptical of this one, 
considering how much of a difference the 2024 timeline is compared to what other reports have said over the past few years. And there's also, of course, that Apple is forced to delay the launch of a foldable iPad due to last-minute production issues or software issues, especially since this would be an all-new form factor for the iPad. Rounding out today, Apple Music Replay for 2023 is now rolling out to Apple Music subscribers. You can access your Apple Music Replay playlist for 2023 starting today in the Music app on your iPhone. This playlist is located in the Listen Now tab of the Music app, and you have to scroll all the way down to the bottom. This is also where you'll find Apple Music Replay playlists for other years, dating all the way back to 2015, if you've been an Apple Music subscriber since the beginning. The playlist that's available in the Music app starting this week will only show your top songs of the year, but you can also follow along with data like your top artists, top albums, and listening times by going to the dedicated Apple Music Replay website, which is replay.music.apple.com. Apple doesn't show anything other than your top songs in the Music app itself. If you don't yet see your Apple Music Replay playlist for 2023, it might take a few days to hit your Apple Music account. It could also be that you haven't yet listened to enough music in 2023, and your playlist will appear once you cross that necessary threshold. The year-round availability is the biggest way Apple Music Replay differs from Spotify Wrapped. Apple's implementation allows you to keep track of your top songs and artists and albums throughout the entire year, whereas Spotify Wrapped is only available starting in December so your results come as a complete surprise. You can hit the link in the show notes to get a look at Apple Music Replay for 2023 and for details on how to get to Apple's website to see more data. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter at Chance H. Miller or on Mastodon at Chance H. Miller at Mastodon.social. And be sure to come back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.